Welcome to Parent Talk Podcasts, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks on making parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Heather Fox. Hi everyone, and welcome to Parent Talk, broadcasting out of the greater Vancouver area. We're here to inform, educate, and support parents from the early years and beyond. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle. I'm 42, and I have two sons, Alexandre and Nathan, making me a busy mom of two under two. <laughs> Today we're talking about how to be an involved dad and keep a great work and family balance. So let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hello everyone, my name is Heather Fox and I'm the co-host of Parent Talk. I am 40 years old and I have a son named Hudson who is a year and a half. Hi, uh, my name is Sean Lambert. I'm a father of three. I have a girl, boy, girl. Oldest daughter is 14, my son is 11, and my youngest daughter is 7. And I uh, am an emergency response technician at a local energy company. Hi, my name is Tom Hassan, and I'm a realtor, and I have uh, three boys aged 12, 11, and 7. Thank you, everyone, for being here. So let's dive into today's subject. What do you like the most about being an involved dad, Sean? Uh, I think the satisfaction and reward of, of having that close connection with your children and helping them learn about the world and their surroundings and develop friends and work on uh, work together on a team. Um, something that was passed down to me uh, by my dad and he was involved. I was lucky with that. Uh, maybe a little too much sometimes. But <laughs> uh, overall, uh, it's uh, I think I think the the reward is in how much you personally enjoy it, and and how much you like to be involved uh, with your with your children. Mm-hmm. And for you, Tom. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's like you know, being a coach, being a mentor, you know, teaching my boys, you know, the right the difference between right and wrong. And getting the satisfaction of seeing how they put that into their life, I, I wasn't as unfortunate with the dad that you know uh, was there uh, when I was growing up because he was a physician and he was just working long hours. So I really didn't get a lot of that uh, one-on-one time. So I'm consciously trying to be different and you know make a difference for my kids because I know how that affected me growing up. Mm-hmm. And for you, Heather, how's your? Uh work-life balance with your husband (laughs) (laughs) definitely always something we are working on of course with Hudson being younger this is something we are learning one thing that I was really really grateful for is that Bruce kind of jumped in right from the beginning and I think I didn't even change a diaper for the first two weeks like it was pretty amazing how he just like once Hudson was here he was just on and he wanted to be as involved as possible and right from the beginning we also were breastfeeding as well as formula feeding so he had that chance to bond with Hudson and have some time and it's been wonderful because he does take the time to try to be with Hudson especially on weekends he's like you know you go with the girls we're gonna have our little boys night here (laughs) he you know and like right now he has Monday nights it's Hudson and Bruce night and he does all the routine and so he definitely tries to make that effort as uh, much as he can but it's definitely a struggle and something we're working on all the time it's long hours right he works really long hours right now so yeah that's yeah. definitely something we're working with on our family i'm actually i'm the one that is more away out of the house than my husband and sometimes it's difficult for him because i i basically leave and the children still sleeping 
and he has to pick up pick him up at the daycare and start dinner and he has to do everything so yeah we had to talk a lot and coordinate things and it's not easy but uh yeah so for in my household it's a little bit of a reverse role so yeah it's not always easy <laughs> so sean did you take the time to assess your work family balance priorities at one point i think that something that's a constant evolution as your children age as you have more children uh, you need to find a a spot where you can be happy with your your wife and focus on your kids and you still have uh, you know especially i was i'm the oldest of four so i had uh, we had the first little one and everyone was super pumped on that and she'd be down at nona's and we'd be like okay why do we have a kid she's been there for three nights in a row are we going to get her back Um, so it evolves from that to to when they're you know much older and you have two or three and and they're all evolved and you have to involved and you have to find a way to to make sure that everyone is receiving what they need you know, I always worry about that you know is, is so-and-so getting enough time the oldest one you know she's so independent and helpful you still gotta you know she's still your baby girl so there's a there's it's an ongoing evolution of trying to find that balance mm-hmm. with everyone and for you Tom yeah, I mean, I've always been somebody that, you know, likes schedules and calendars. So for us, you know, I I assess our, our life around just, you know, fitting everything in and seeing it in writing. So, you know, they always say, you know, if you have goals, you need to write them down for them to happen. So, you know, in our family, it's all about the big family calendar. And that calendar includes work and family so you know when I have my workout schedule to make sure that I'm having time for myself I'm putting that in our family calendar you know um, kids you know baseball games etc so we kind of operate around that and it's I know it's not for everybody but I find that when you've got something in front of your face or on your wall in your kitchen you know you're going to kind of stick to that uh, uh, in terms of making sure it all happens. And the kids can see it too. They've got all their sports games. We've got this uh, big um, chalkboard that we actually put in our kitchen. And that's, you know, with the brush, the old fashioned chalkboard. And, you know, we put things in there every week, you know, if there's certain things that the kids are doing and that they, they draw on it as well. You know, if it's a baseball game or something like that, we kind of try to make it a bit fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, having that calendar and the kids can write on it. You know, the technology is fantastic. Uh, for the phones and everything, but it's it's nice to have the hands on and, and you know hanging in the mm-hmm. hallway or on the wall. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know the old school yeah. angle is really nice. And for you, Heather, have you taken the time to evaluate the work family balance with your husband? That's actually exactly what we're going through right now. My husband and I have recently had some pretty kind of big discussions kind of around that because he's very high up in the company he works for, but that comes with a, a lot of responsibility. And recently, a lot more hours. Initially, he was, you know, 10, maybe the odd time, 11 or 12. And it's to the point where some majority of nights he's working 14, 15 hours a day. And he's exhausted. And the weekends, he's falling asleep the minute he sits down on the couch. And he doesn't get that quality time with Hudson so much right now because he's so tired. And he doesn't have enjoyment of life. He doesn't want to go out with his buddies because he's so tired. And he, you know, tries to do everything to help out around the house. And he's so amazing that way that he doesn't slack at all that way. He's constantly getting laundry, his own laundry done, getting Hudson sharing, helping with that, getting bottles ready, helping with bath time, everything that he possibly can do to be involved. But he's just 
burnt out. And so we're basically kind of having to reassess like, okay, yes, money is important, but what sacrifices can we make? Because family time, we're realizing, okay, we need more balance that way. So we have to do some shifting, figure out what's kind of going to be, what's the best thing to work for our family. And mm-hmm. because he is the sole breadwinner right now, that he feels a lot of responsibility with that. And I understand that. And of course, even though he's at work all the time, I know he's prioritizing us because he's having to provide for us. But at the same time, he's not getting any quality time with us. And we we miss him. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So it's definitely something we are in the process of assessing of kind of how we can, you know, make this a better balance so that we can, everybody can be happier. He can be enjoying life a lot more and enjoying having time with his son because that is so important for him to have that time with Hudson. And especially as Hudson's going to get older and realize his daddy's not there, like he doesn't want that to happen. He wants to be there for Hudson. Mm-hmm. So I think for my family, it's ongoing reassessment week mm-hmm. by week and uh, what worked last week, what didn't work and just keep going with this all the time it's a actually ongoing conversation we have yeah open communication is so mm-hmm. important and sharing what how both of you feel for sure so tom what do you do when work gets more intense and it takes over family time yeah well that happens in my job quite a bit because it's got a lot of it is around cyclical times of the year where work is just really difficult say during the spring you know so I think it's important to sit down for us you know at the beginning of the year and kind of assess okay well let's look at all the kids schedules and school and everything like that and you know I got to realize okay spring is a busy time you know it's really kind of trying to figure out you know okay what is that picture going to look like you know and Genevieve my wife allows you know, busier times to happen where she just takes over and, you know, she realizes, oh, you're working on a deal. Okay, no problem. You know, there's no pickup today. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll figure it out. And I'm going to assess what's important and what's not as well, because I can just be busy all the time, you know, four months of the year and fill up the day. You know, it's pretty easy, but I still want to be there for certain activities. So it's kind of a bit of a dance of uh, not letting work take too much of my time that I'm losing out on my family because then ultimately I'm just going to be in a bad space as well because I'm missing things. Mm-hmm. And for you, Sean? Similar kind of situation and trying to find the, the you know, it, it, mine spread out throughout the year. Uh, got kids going all year doing different stuff and just every day coming home as they get older, it, it helps more and more uh, helping out with chores and whatnot. So it starts to spread out and you don't feel so overwhelmed with everything and getting, you know, this kid there, this kid there, this kid there. So it's it's uh, it's an ongoing everyday kind of challenge and, and balance to, to make it all work. And, and it really takes them, you know, teaching the children how important it is for them to have their angles covered really helps helps out in the in the whole family unit and making sure everything goes. And we, you know, incorporating uh, other hockey moms and dads and, and whatever sport and and sharing, so you get sharing, help, right? Get help. Get sharing help. those rides, you know, can 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 one of the grandparents come out and take them to this tournament, working this weekend, and as they get older, there's there's more and more and more of that. So, it, but it it really does work out. So it's, it's effective planning and management, managing your time. 
and it's including time. your kids too and and exactly. and letting them know hey you know daddy's got a really busy job this week so you know like i i make sure that my kids know okay well you know i'm not going to be there so that they know and they and i'm, I'm kind of involving them in daddy's busy schedule you know yeah. so that they're kind of going well whatever. here's real life yeah what happened dad yeah. i mean did you get that deal or you know i try to make it a little more fun than just i gotta go to work you know yeah yeah, exactly. And, and, and teaching them how to manage their time, you know, yeah. again, as they get older and older, older, Very one's 14, skill, yeah, hundred percent. And then, you know, they're involved. They've, they've got their phone, they've got their app, they've got their contacts. You text them, you know, Hey, how, how am I getting to soccer tonight? So, okay, well, I need you to arrange a ride, but can you please pick up your sister after school? And so it just, it gets more and more and, and it, it teaches them the life skill of, of how to manage their time. Yeah, because exactly, it's like time management. It's kind of for the biggest them. thing, you know. They come in the door. Okay, is your homework done? You know. Okay, well, you're you know you're not going to have the fun TV time, you know, unless all the the work's done at home, you know. Exactly. <laughs> I know you, you guys, you girls, the ladies are all with the younger ones, so it's uh, more like who, who, who do we have diapers? And <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> like, it, it's have you filled it's the diaper bags? Let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> okay, so what do you do to make sure you have enough t- couple time? social time and me time tom yeah so this is really important for us and we recognize this right from having you know little ones you know date night you know so uh you know right from the get-go that was into our program and uh, date night didn't mean bringing the baby along so uh and so we've started that rate early and uh, we've continued that to this day and you know now it evolves as your kids get older too but you know from date night going to a movie just to get out of the house you know to okay well we don't have a babysitter so what does you know social date time look like well it might be inviting another couple over that we really enjoy spending time with and then throw the kids downstairs you know because we don't have a babysitter so yet we're playing cards with our friends you know so that for us is like a date night because the kids are having fun too and the adults are upstairs so you know i find as our kids are getting older those date nights look a little different now even a date night may be uh we want to get out of town you know (laughs) you know and that's just starting we've got kids that are now you know 12 11 and 7 and you know we just did our first palm springs five days away out of town you know and it was a big thing just for us to reconnect as a couple and kind of do those things that we you know had fun doing before we had kids and somebody's just sitting around at the pool yeah, I know it's nice when you get those nights and you go out and you're like, we used to do this. This was this is fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had one night where we went out to this restaurant. It was kind of a piano bar. And we were out till 1.30 and we looked at each other and went, wow, this is like a really late night. You know? Way past my bedtime. Way past my bedtime. So one of the mottos I learned from a young age, and this is one takeaway from, you know, growing up that I always listened to is my, my mom always said, you know what, a third of the time for your couple a third of the time for yourself and a third of the time for your kids. And, you know, I think that's balance right there. So if you kind of work from that, the rest will follow. Mm-hmm. And when it's not balanced, you just need to work at rebalancing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, you're going to know where the, where the numbers work, you know, like, oh God, I haven't seen my kids. So, you know, I'm third off there. So, you know, balance isn't there. You know, we haven't had a date night. You know, we're not spending time as a couple. We're too tired. Well, you know, it's still, it's off, you know. So I think if you work in those, you know, uh, third, a third, a third, you know, I mean, the balance is only going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. I think I think the idea of having a family life coach and, and you know I don't know about you guys but myself I've you know, I've done things like that when I was younger but hearing that now and, and I that'd be something that I'd be interested in bringing into my family because it's uh, you know you, you talk about balance and you try and do this and you really think about it it's 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 not that balanced I definitely don't spend enough time with with the the, the person that I started this whole journey with yeah totally and, you know and it's it's all just kind of gets into this big uh, big melting pot together so mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a really good uh, suggestion yeah yeah there's that one uh, gentleman that i know that he's well known in vancouver and his name's jim skinner and uh you know he's he's done um seminars all around the world he's written books and you know he's available to talk to you know and he comes into your family and he can kind of check things out and see what you know what what the dynamics are um you can meet with him just one on one as a couple I and mean, he's met with our kids individually for certain things that happen in our life and he's given us some great ideas and tools That's having cool. those fresh eyes kind of see and when you're in it it's really hard to kind of see what you can't see outside yeah of you it. can't see outside yeah. of it you need somebody else to kind of come in and go this is how we can you know rework this totally yeah and and that time goes by so fast and years and years and years and years go by and it's kind of gets ingrained it's your normal day and but you might not see what uh, what's really really well, possible. And, you know, and we're not experts. I mean, I don't know. I no mean, one I, is. I, I mean, I, I like to think I am, but I mean, but you know, <laughs> but I mean, obviously, sometimes we just throw our hands up and go, I don't know what we're going to do with this, you know. And yeah. uh, you know, I, I have to say that you know, somebody like a, a family coach like that really puts in the ideas and tools so that you can get through those tough times and get back to your balance or your couple or whatever's you know seems to be off. Well, maybe points to your blind spot. You know, when you're stuck in this situation, you don't see the the full the, the full problem or the full situation, right? And a third person like that can actually bring a lot of clarity. Mm-hmm. I really like this idea, definitely. All right, so that leads me to my next question. Do you tell to your spouse that you appreciate them? Absolutely. You know, as much as possible, and, and you find those times, and we all know how sometimes... Things are not as smooth and easy as they sh- should go. And you, okay, well, I'll talk to you later. But uh, yeah, you do your best to, to, to try and support each other. You want to be supported. Everyone wants to say, you know, everyone wants to hear that, you know, you're doing a great job. You want your kids to say, you want your spouse to say, you want your boss to say it, uh, your peers. And, and you got to, you know, give that same thing out and, you know, talk about the uh, big takeaway my your sister gave me, I think last summer was talking to your kids and, you know, layering it like a sandwich where you start with a positive uh, you know, work on the work on the middle uh, point of whatever it is you're trying to trying to trying to direct them into, and then and then have another positive in there. So same kind of thing, and it's nice to to give and receive both both ways with that with with everyone in the family. But uh, definitely with with your spouses, again, I you know I find it I find it uh, as you get older. I'm 45 now, going 46 this summer, and uh, you can kind of see. You can kind of see into the future where you see your parents and you can kind of see older people and you're like, okay, I, I can see what I need to do to, to, to try and facilitate to have what we had when we were younger and, and, and keep everything fresh and fun and, and young as you can. It's mm-hmm. tough. 
Yeah. And for you, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I think this one's real important for me because I, I, I can say, well, I think I'm doing really well in this, but I know if my wife was sitting here at the table, she'd probably have a different answer. And so. I have to say his wife, her name is Geneviève, <laughs> like me, but it's not me. <laughs> so he married the other Geneviève in Vancouver. Yeah. There's only two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no more left. No, you know? That's it, guys. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I can say that, you know, wholeheartedly, like, you know, I probably do not appreciate her more now I may show things differently because that's the way I am and how I grew up so I might be you know showing things easier by doing but there's nothing better than just you know appreciating with you know words and so you know or even notes or letters or whatever or email text you know so I think for sure that's something that uh, you know I can always do better on because you know I know because we have a more traditional family with uh, you know, my wife staying at home. So, you know, that's the reward of, you know, being a mom is, is that you don't necessarily get the appreciation that say I do for my clients and my work. So I recognize that she needs that more than maybe I might, you know, so it's always something to be conscious of and, you know, supporting that one third on your couple. I mean, you don't say those things and, you know, appreciate each other. I mean, things go wrong. So, for my family, I, I think for us, what works the best is when we recognize each other um, before it becomes a problem. So when we see to each other, like, I know I was really working this week, I worked late, or I, I saw that you did a lot, and that was awesome, thank you, and um, to be attentive, and it's nice to hear, it's just really nice, and for you, Heather? Yeah, this is actually one thing Bruce is fantastic at, and he recognizes that you know i because i am a stay-at-home mom he recognizes that my job is can be just as stressful and just as busy even though i'm not going to a workplace and especially like if hudson's sick that week or teething really badly or just going through some different things and so on a friday night you know he'll come home from his super long day but he'll be like I know this was a long week for you and you know I've got Hudson tomorrow morning you sleep in and he's like I know how hard you work as well and he definitely it definitely feels nice yeah Mm -hmm. it's fantastic yeah it's amazing so Sean um how do you share the child care in your family that's uh that's a big one uh right now mine are a little bit older so they're all kind of taking care of one another I have uh my three are all at different schools we got uh Gabby at uh, at middle school, sorry, high school in grade nine. Lucas middle school in grade six, and Ava's at elementary school. Uh, they're all nice and close. Uh, her Ava's older brother Luca facilitates helping her get to and from school. We have another mom that uh, that helps getting her to and from school. It has children the same age. Yeah, it's a prime example today. Gabby was off early, came home, got uh, got Ava home from from school. So uh, between. The days that I have off, and uh, my wife Sonia has uh, takes Wednesdays off, so she's she's done that for a number of years. So it's a it's, it's a it's a real mixed bag of, of and again coordinating all those days and times. And uh, you know now that Luca's older, he he texts with the other mom that helps get Ava to and from school. Next year, our uh, cousins are going to be going to the two schools, and they're going to walk to and from school so together. It's a full network, right? So, so it's, a, it's, it's it really becomes a full network uh, in between your family. When my children were younger, I took them down wife's Italian, so we had Nono and Nona. They, you know, part and parcel of raising our kids. There's no way we could have had three kids without them. And my mom as well, um, and she took the kids and helped raise them. It's it's really as a family affair, and I, I always 
you know, I'm really, really impressed with people that manage to have two and three kids and they don't have that, that their parents around and oh, you know, wow, got to pay yeah. for a daycare. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know how you do it. So it's, it's, uh, again, it's as you, as you age and as you go about the process, you learn, you know, what, what's available to you. You work with what you have, you work with other families. And then as the kids get older, it's, uh, you know, you're going to Palm Springs with your wife and you're staying <laughs> home maybe with Nona hanging around. So Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a fun, it's a real fun evolution. Mm-hmm. And for you, Tom? Yeah, you know, we do have more defined roles being that, um, you know, uh, my wife uh, is the primary care um, taker of our kids. Um, and we are one of those families that don't have family around. My parents are quite a bit older and my wife's families are back east. So, we have, and we have no, you know, siblings or anything. So we have zero help. So, you know, that was right from the get-go. Um, so we kind of thought about that. I mean, I, when we had our second child, I just kind of saw the writing on the wall. And I said, we're not going to be able to pull this off by ourselves. And so we hired some help, you know. So that's kind of worked. I worked that into the budget because I knew for us to last and, and get, time to do things that we had to kind of delegate a bit so I I do drop-offs with kids I do pickups the best that I can but when we're stuck I mean we have three kids you know what we call in somebody and we've just got the man on the old payola and um, you know it's just been a priority because we just didn't have a choice you know so if we want the kids in activities I mean we gotta pay somebody to you make it happen yeah you make yeah. it happen you make yeah. it happen yeah, yeah. So guys, why do you think so many men struggle with their family and work balance? That's a, that's a tricky one. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say because I can only see what my experience is. But, uh, you know, I think you could look into it. You, you got uh, job obligations. Uh, you know, some people may not have the flexibility to, to be able to, to, to dive into that. It just it depends what their dynamic is. I, I can't imagine that anyone, you know, who's who's wanted to be a father and have kids doesn't want to spend more time with their kids. And I, I know a couple of people and they work as hard as they can to make it all happen. And they can't be there as much as they want to, but they work really hard to make sure the kids can, can have some fun. Mm-hmm. And for you, Tom? Yeah, you know, I... Uh... I, it does depend really on your job. I mean, let's be honest. Um, you know, I, I agree. You know, every father would love to spend time with their kids, you know, but when you've got a commuter job or you're in a car, um, you know, it's not possible. And and then it depends, too, on just the age of the father. I mean, like, oh, I, I had yeah. kids later. So, you know, I can sympathize with young dads. And you know what? That's when you're getting your career started and you really need to put in that extra time. So if you're you know, lucky enough to have met the one early and had children, because I, I, I didn't. I mean, I got married at 40. So, you know, I had... Uh, banked some savings away you know so that i could make it a little easier to be a dad but you know my career was full you know and productive when i got married so um you know i can see the struggle being a young father and you know the sacrifice because so, a career's on our mind it's embedded to do well and be successful and you know provide for your family and um so it's a struggle you know just depending on where you are in your life Mm-hmm. I think it depends on the job too, right? If you have a job that uh, when you're younger and you're starting a family and it's time to actually 
put in the hours, then it's, it's I can see how a lot of men and women actually can be stuck in that position. Well, right? then you're stuck on the, you know, when I get to be the manager or when I get to be yeah. vice president, I'm going to have more balance. So, you and know, then you're missing out. Yeah. You're going to have more work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're going to have more work. And, you know, the traditional, the traditional, and, you know, every, I would love to have my wife have stayed at home, but to, to, to do that and live here, you know, it, again, it comes down to your job and, and you can still have two people make a lot of money now. And, you know, it's still not enough. I it's mean, you still know. not enough. We live in an expensive place. So yeah. it's, it's, it gets trickier and trickier. So, I mean, there are sacrifices probably that you have to make, you know, I guess, yeah. you know, I mean, it's all about priorities, right? I mean, you can always work harder. You can always make more money. Um, you know, I know in the end, you know, I'm learning to say no to work and I'm, you know, learning to say yes to spending more time. So, you, you know, those are lessons that you have to, you know, kind of get working early in your career, you know. And I think the millennials are pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah, definitely at the end of your life. Like, you're not going to remember your work. You're going to remember those family memories. So it is so important to carve that time out and to make it a priority. And that's, as I said, we're reassessing because Bruce sees that. He's like, you know, the money is important. However, we'd rather make a few sacrifices financially so we can truly be there. And, you know, there is a lot of pressure. The times have changed when we were all little. It was a lot different. And, you know, there was the more gender stereotypical roles. And, you know, if dad was working all the time, that was he wasn't looked down upon. There wasn't the same type of pressure. And now there is a lot more pressure, I think, for dads to be involved. They want to be, but there still is a lot more pressure, too. And that is hard when the workplace hasn't necessarily changed with the times. The workplace still has those demands, and but you want to kind of be there more. So well, I mean, I, and each career has different mm -hmm. demands. I mean, you know, depending on what you do in your life. So uh, some things are just like, you know, by the hour, like you're locked in yeah. nine to six. So how are you going to fit in that, uh, you know, uh, baseball, uh, you know, practice, you know, when you know you got to work till six? Um but you know you want to be there so yeah i guess it's always a bit of a dance you know a bit of a balance and you know you, you can't make them all you know but you sure try yeah do you guys have any tips on what to do if you need to establish a better balance well i know for me that you know i kind of said it before about the family coach so you know what if you can't figure it out yourself you got to get some help, you know, so, you know, and, and a family coach cannot necessarily be someone that's a psychologist or somebody. I mean, a family coach can be like the financial advisor, you know, can be uh, dad friends, you know, mentors of your own that you see, wow, they really got the thing going here. Like, I want to be more like that family. So those are good role models, you know, and, you know, other things that, um, you know, tips. I mean, we, one thing that we do is we kind of have some, you know, meetings as a family, you know, you know, once a week, once a month, whatever, whatever works for your family, but kind of sharing ideas as a family, you know, you know, what, what is it that you want to do, uh, you know, this month as a family, we, we pick an activity, you know, like, uh, do you want to do a movie night or a bowling night, a card game? I mean, so you're kind of getting input from everybody so that, uh, you know, you're all kind of getting what you want. How do you guys start your meeting? Well, we have a little journal, a little book. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we stick it on the table 
and everybody has a pen in their hand when they're allowed to talk. So there's only one person talking at a time. And we uh, ask everybody to be thankful for one thing or one person or something that happened that week. So everybody has a turn about being thankful for something. And then we divvy out one chore so that, you know, they're just involved in chores around the house. Um, and then it might just be acknowledging something. I might say, well, you know, I've noticed that there's a lot of Xbox time happening. And, you know, in our family, I think it would be more fun to play some card games. What do you think? So we kind of get, you know, an agreement amongst each other of fun things to do together. Trying to find the time and have the children find time within their little world and what they have to deal with, helping chores you know, creating the, you know, game time, screen time, and then just the simple things. You come in, boom, how was your day? Where are we at? It's dinner. Who's up first? Off to, off to soccer practice. But those, those family times where you can, you know, sit down and, and have those kind of conversations and say, oh, you know, it's great. When, when you get the whole table together and you, no one's in a rush to go anywhere. It's so nice. You can talk about, you know, what's your highlight? What are your goals this week? What do you got going on? How are you feeling? You know, is your leg still sore from whatever injury? And and just feeding off each other and just having those that nice open family conversation and then and then giving them little things and uh, like the like the chores. Everyone's got their things they need to do and help out with and and even you know right into the accountability. And it's fun when they're young. You can give them a little journal and say, okay, let's make a little chore list and you know, this is worth this much. And you know, you give them the ownership of how they feel and their position in the family and, and help them and I always try and find time with each of them Lilith's one middle one big one I'm the oldest of four so I know the oldest position the best you know but trying to really understand their position how they feel what do you think what's going on for you mm-hmm. so it's it's, uh, it's that family unit and and I think it just comes full circle to to uh, you know how, how you enjoy um, having all your family around you and sometimes just being heard, you know, yes. like uh, things come up that, you know, you kind of, you know, blink your eyes or whatever. But if you allow, you know, your kids to have a voice in, in that kind of platform, um, you know, there's conversations that may happen. And we yeah. and I'm even realizing, oh, I think they're going to remember this down, down the road, you know. Yeah, yeah small things, you know, even, even like last night we were watching the news about the the humble bus tragedy oh, yeah. and I was just like I was whatever I was sitting there I was bawling and my youngest was looking at me like daddy what's wrong are you okay and I was just like I'm so sad for all these parents that lost their sons and she's just like and she snuggled right up to me and you didn't get to talk about it so there's there's all kinds of opportunities that present themselves to to bring real emotion and, and, and you know real feelings and help them and help you and you know they get to see outside of your other dishes done let's go yeah so creating a safe space to share to talk yeah and keep working on creating a great place for communication right yeah total safe place you know just to 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 say what you want and not to be judged and don't have any more than more than family well heather i think it's time for a conversation card it's time for a conversation card Every week we like to play a game, not only for fun, but to get to know our guests a little more too. Nobody knows what the mystery card might ask, sometimes silly and sometimes serious. Let's find out what it will be this week. Can you please pick one and read it to us? 
All right, so today our question is, are you more comfortable as a leader or a follower? Uh, I'm very comfortable in both roles. Depends what it is. I have experience uh, delivering, uh, you know, large uh, safety programs to a lot of people uh, in uh, film when I worked in film. And, you know, I was always uncomfortable about that, but I, I was able to deliver it and feel really good and strong about it. Uh, I'm a Leo. I've, you know, involved with the kids. Uh, I have no problem stepping up the leadership, but at the same time, I'm happy to, to, to be second and, and help facilitate a role any day. And for you, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I, I like both, you know, being a leader and a follower. And it's like I, I kind of take on maybe each aspect depending on what I feel that I'm talking about. So, if you know, if I'm a leader, it's like, well, I hope I know what I'm talking about. So it's like I can be strong and voice my opinion. And then if I'm maybe weak on something, like I don't know, you know, who scored the last goal on the hockey game or something, I'm going to kind of follow others. And, you know, even if I'm assisting coach, I, I might be more comfortable assisting coach because I maybe I don't have the rah-rah uh, that the, uh, you know, the leader coach might have. And mm -hmm. so I, I kind of go between both, you know. For you, Heather. Well, this kind of reminds me of, because as a child, we, my sister would call me bossy. I'm the oldest and I'm a Leo. So yeah, so I was, I would joke that because I would round up the neighborhood kids and I would designate what we would all be and what roles we would take and I would organize everybody. And so, but I joked that my the bossy, you know, childhood turned into good leadership skills. <laughs> I mean, I've always, you know, in work, I've taken on a lot of leadership roles. I've been a boss. I've owned a company, things like that. Um, however, I also find myself in situations where I'm very comfortable in a following position and want let, definitely let somebody else take the lead. And so, yeah, it's just really kind of depends on the situation, but I'm definitely comfortable in a leadership role for sure. Yeah. I think myself. When I was younger, it was harder to be someone that would actually enjoy following and learning. But now it's actually really calm to act, to give it to someone and follow the lead and you get to learn. Yeah. Were you the youngest? I was the oldest. You're the oldest. <laughs> yes. Oh. I say I was. My brother passed away, so I'm the only one now. But uh, yeah, but I was definitely the leader between, between me and my brother by far. Yeah, my brother was pretty chill and... Whatever Jen wants to do. <laughs> well, now, yeah, I, I really appreciate uh, having someone leading me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, that concludes today's episode. Uh, I want to thank you, Sean and uh, Tom and Heather, for being here today. Uh, thank you for your contribution in other parents' lives and helping them be the best parents they can be. For our listeners, if you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please contact us on our website at parenttalk.ca. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Podbean, or you can subscribe to this podcast uh, directly on our website at parenttalk.ca. Please take a minute to review us on Apple Podcasts. We want to know what you think. And also, it's a great way to let us know what other topics you would like to hear about. Remember, there's nothing more powerful than feeling supported by a community of parents and sharing your thoughts, ideas, and experiences. Parent Talk is a safe space for everyone. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a great week. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. 
The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner. Thank you.